0: Happy Tuesday, Razorback fans. You're four days away from the biggest game of the year Arkansas versus Alabama at Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium in Fayetteville. It's the 2:30 game, the CBS game, uh, number 20, Arkansas versus number two, Alabama. This game probably would have been a little bit bigger, Robert, if Arkansas had won against Texas A&M. Still a huge game. Um, Do you think maybe the loss to Texas A&M is going to maybe affect the atmosphere slightly, like a little bit less fans going to turn out for this game? Don't you think maybe a little bit?
1: I mean, maybe in the college game day is not like inevitably going to be in Fayetteville anymore. Maybe. But, I mean – it's it's still the best team that, you know, has, has been in Fayetteville since probably 2020 when Alabama came to Fayetteville.
0: Right, right. Okay, that's Robert Stewart. I'm Mason Choate. You're listening to the Gridiron Hogs podcast, part of the Hogbeat podcast network. Go visit hogbeat.com, H-A-W-G-B-E-A-T.com for all of the best Arkansas Razorbacks coverage. We got a lot of great stuff over there. This morning had a story. Turns out it, it ends up being the best story of the week every week. It's the it's the what blank coach said about Arkansas uh, this morning. Of course, it was what Nick Saban said about Arkansas. Go check out what he had to say about the Razorbacks on hogbeat.com. All right, uh, on today's episode of the Gridiron Hogs podcast, we're going to be talking about Alabama and can the Arkansas defense limit them. I mean, because you know that this Alabama offense is – high power they got the Heisman reigning Heisman Trophy winner and Bryce Young. Uh, they're extremely talented. they're averaging just over 48 points per game. It's just you know it's it's an Alabama offense that you've come to know over the past 10 years and the bad thing is, is that on the other side of the ball the Alabama defense is allowing just over seven points per game to opponents. So they have one of the top scoring defenses in the country. They are all around a great team. But if you want to look at the positive, Robert, they haven't played that many good opponents. You look at it, Texas is the best opponent that they've played. And how good really is Texas? That's Because that's a question that you have to ask nowadays, especially last year when Arkansas beat Texas in week two. You had to ask, well, Texas was a ranked team, but they're always going to be a preseason ranked team. So how good were they really? They ended up being not that great. How good is Texas this year? Alabama's 4 0. They've played Utah State. They've played Texas. They've played, I forgot the teams, Louisiana, Monroe, and Vanderbilt. How good are those teams? But also, you know that no matter who the opponent is, Alabama's going to have a good team. Like, that's just no question, Robert.
1: Yeah, you're right. Um, I, I do want to offer this interesting stat that I saw from Saturday down south, Connor O'Gara yesterday. Um, in in Bryce Young's career at Alabama, he's started five true road games. Four of those five games have been decided by three points or fewer. So there is that. I mean, we saw it earlier this year in Austin, right, um, in which a very controversial non-safety call helped the Crimson Tide out, hurt the Longhorns, I believe. Um, but, I mean – Going back to your question, can the Arkansas offense or defense limit this Alabama offense? I don't think we need to overthink this. The answer is no. They're not going to be able to limit Alabama. Um, you know, they're gonna they're gonna be lucky if they can score enough points to to hang with Alabama. Um, Bryce Young's the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. We saw what Bryce Young did to Arkansas in the in the two teams game last year. I mean, he threw for close to 600 yards, didn't he? I mean, yeah. they were missing They were missing Jalen Catalan. It's it's largely the same defensive makeup that it was, you know, when the two teams met last year. So, you know, you should probably expect Arkansas to give up very close to, if not 50 points.
0: Yeah, I, I was – so you mentioned that stat from Connor O'Gara, and I wanted to go back and look at the teams that – were they were playing in those four games. It was four, right? Four out of five of the true road games. Okay. The one that they didn't lose by how many points was it again? I'm sorry. Three.
1: three. Three or fewer.
0: The one that it wasn't a game decided by three or fewer points was last year at Mississippi State, Alabama won 49 to 9. The games where it was decided by three or fewer points at Florida, Alabama won thirty one to twenty nine. At Texas AM, they lost forty one to thirty eight. And then at Auburn, they won 24 to 22 in four overtimes. And then, of course, the Texas game this year, they won 20 to 19. Just want to mention real quick at home, they beat Arkansas 42 to 35 last year. Bryce Young threw for 559 yards. Um, I mean, the thing is, though, is you mentioned that the, the Arkansas defense, at least the secondary, looks a lot of the same as it did last year. I agree with you there. You added Dwight McLuthern, but you lost Monteric Brown. So it's it's kind of just like a, a trade there, and then you still have Hudson Clark. Ladarius Bishop did uh, play a lot of that game against Alabama last year. Of course, we found out from Sam Pittman on Monday that Ladarius Bishop is out for the season. He had to uh, get some cartilage trimmed up for a knee injury. So he said that it was best for Ladarius Bishop. So um, that's what you want to hear. You don't want to hear that, you know, it's something where he maybe didn't have to get it done. It's just it it's what was best for Bishop. So he's out for the season. So it's not gonna be that much of a difference. There were a lot of people kind of freaking out about it, but I don't know if they realize that Bishop hasn't played the past two games, anyways. Um, he hasn't been at practice, he hasn't played either. So he's done for the year along with Jalen Catalan, as you mentioned, Robert. Uh a few a few things to hit before we move on. Forgot to talk about practice yesterday. Uh, Isaiah Satania and Jaden Hazelwood both in green jerseys at practice yesterday. Uh, Satania, he hasn't played or hasn't dressed out for the past two games. Not a huge deal. Cause he probably wasn't going to play anyways. Um, but Hazelwood being in a green Jersey, I think that's just precautionary. I don't think it's something to worry about. Um, when Pittman was asked about injuries yesterday, he didn't mention Hazelwood, but we also know that when it comes to injuries in Sam Pittman, that it's hit or miss, you don't really know what to expect. So, <laughs> Um, those are two two of my takeaways from practice yesterday. Another, did I see
1: this morning that Jaden Hazelwood
0: cut his hair. Jaden Hazelwood did cut his hair. Somebody said Jaden Hazelwood's about to go off. I don't know if cutting the hair is a good thing or a bad thing because if you're talking biblical, you think of Samson. I mean, when he got his hair cut off, he lost all his strength. So you hope that that's not what's going to happen to Jaden Hazelwood.
1: The the reverse effect would be ideal.
0: Yes, the reverse effect for Jane Hazelwood would be ideal. Um, okay. Let's look at this Alabama team. Just let's just throw out some numbers, Robert, because we were looking at it before we started recording. And, and you know, you always expect the numbers for Alabama to be like extremely skewed because of how good they are. But th- some of these numbers are just crazy. They're they're allowing opponents one point eight yards per rush. That is crazy, and they're also averaging 7.3 yards per carry themselves. That's crazy. Um, Arkansas's rush defense is its strength, so you have to think that maybe that number, that 7.3 yards per carry goes down against Arkansas at the very least. But if you're looking at passing, they're averaging 282.5 uh, passing yards per game. Bryce Young's already over 1,000 yards. He's got 13 passing touchdowns. They're averaging eight yards per attempt that's going to be tough for the Arkansas defense to limit. Uh, defensively, Alabama hasn't allowed a passing touchdown, and they also are giving up less than 140 passing yards per game to opponents. Um, and the thing is, is, you know Arkansas is going to run the ball, but last year in that Alabama game, it really came down to Arkansas having success in the passing game. KJ Jefferson to Traylon Burks was a huge connection in that game. It's probably going to come down to that again this week, but – Something that Nick Saban talked about that I thought was interesting because no other coach has mentioned that through four games, opposing coach. Um, everybody, all the other coaches talk about KJ Jefferson's ability to run the ball and you know the threat that he presents just as like a physical a presence. But Nick Saban said we don't need to ignore the fact that he's a very talented passer. And so that's what you expect from the greatest coach of all time. But Robert Alabama is going to be prepared for K.J. Jefferson. They've seen him once. They know what he brings to the table. And um, it's going to be a tough test for Arkansas.
1: Yeah, what was the quote? It was like, you can't minimize the effectiveness of this guy as a passer. I mean, yeah. he's he's seen it firsthand, right? I mean, the the Hawks gave the tightest scare last year in Tuscaloosa. So, um, you know, you would think that, like you said, the greatest coach of all time would be able to, you know, develop some sort of game plan to prevent uh, another close encounter. But um, I, I, I don't know. Uh, What, what was the, what was the passing stat that you read before we started uh, that like no team has more than a hundred some odd yards per game?
0: Well, it was, it was just that no, I mean, no team is uh, every team uh, average they're averaging 138.75 yards per game through the air. That's when no doing. touchdowns, they no touchdowns. So that's, that's what's happening with the Alabama pass defense. And then you just look at total offense for opponents. They're averaging just over 200 yards per game, total offense and 3.3 yards per play. So the Alabama defense has been incredible. I mean, they've, They've only the, – the most points they gave up were to Texas, and that was 19. And then aside from that, they've given up one touchdown to Louisiana Monroe and a field goal to Vanderbilt. So, um, a, as we mentioned, you know, take that with a grain of salt because of the opponent, but don't let that make you feel better about the Alabama defense because they're going to be incredible. But, I mean, offensively, Alabama, I, I don't know. I, it, they're just such a balanced team. It, it's an Alabama football team. It's what you expect um offensively they're averaging over 500 yards per game. They've got already 25 touchdowns on the season. They're averaging uh nearly 8 yards per play. And so it's just what are you going to do? And then their third down defense is the second best in the country. They're they're letting opponents convert on just over 18% of third downs. They've opponents have converted on just 11 of 59 third down attempts. It's just this Alabama defense is good. And then the offense might even be better because they're just so, so talented. You look at Bryce young, you know, you know who he is. He's the reigning Heisman trophy winner, a thousand twenty nine yards passing 13 touchdowns. And then you look at it, they got a two headed monster and Jace McClellan, Jameer Gibbs at running back. Uh, Jameer Gibbs also has the most catches on the team out of the backfield. He's got 187 receiving yards, three touchdowns, Sean Holden, uh, 214 yards, four touchdowns, a receiver. So, The question is, Robert, can this Arkansas team slow down Alabama's offense enough to keep this game competitive like they did last year?
1: I mean, Arkansas is going to have to do everything right on offense to compete, I think. Like, can't turn the ball over. That's been an issue the last two weeks. I mean, you're going to have to force some turnovers. They haven't done that since the South Carolina game. Um, and I think you mentioned that Sam Pittman hit on that yesterday. I went to Nick Saban, so I missed that. Um, but you know, let all of the stats that you just read off serve as a friendly reminder to keep your expectations low in this one. Uh,
0: That's the thing though, is like, I I don't know how to feel about it because yes, Alabama is really good, but I mean, I feel like recency bias makes us think that Arkansas is going to struggle just because they lost to Texas A&M, but It's still a good Arkansas football team. If they beat Texas A&M on Saturday, then you probably feel like Arkansas has a really good chance at winning this game, but they lost at Texas A&M. So you're feeling a little bit worse about it. I still think Arkansas is going to be competitive. Um, But I mean, you just throw the stats out the window. The Arkansas defense has struggled. We know the secondary has struggled. Uh, You saw last weekend against Texas A&M. Arkansas continued to get great pressure on the quarterback in Max Johnson, but he was still able to make those plays. We talked about it yesterday, that third and 12 play in the second half where you know he was throwing off the back foot, threw up a duck, and the secondary couldn't make a play on even that ball. Bryce Young's going to do even better. Bryce Young's a Heisman Trophy winner. He's an NFL quarterback. This guy's going to know what he's doing, and also you're going up against an Alabama offensive line, which is just – chock full of five stars so you're gonna have to get that pass rush but at some point the secondary is gonna have to you know take advantage of that pass rush forcing the ball out early and make a play stay in coverage make a play what Arkansas is gonna have to do is they're gonna have to force those turnovers that you talked about that Sam Pittman talked about on Monday He talked about they got to get turnovers he said one of the one of the reasons they haven't got turnovers is because they're not tackling well Um, it's hard to force a fumble if you can't even tackle the guy so Arkansas is going to have to tackle well. They're going to have to force turnovers. You're going to have to get those momentum swinging plays if you're Arkansas. Uh, And you can't give up those momentum swinging plays if you're Arkansas as well. You can't have that KJ Jefferson fumble. You can't have a KJ Jefferson interception. As you said, it has to be mistake-free football in a game like this if you want to win it if you're Arkansas. And you have to make the other team make mistakes. You have to – get Bryce Young to throw an interception or get somebody to fumble the ball from Alabama and take advantage of that, get the ball, go down and score. I mean, it it's going to have to be a game where Arkansas plays way more physical than they have because, honestly, defensively they've been kind of soft. I mean, second and 30 and you give up 32 yards, that's soft defense. Also, um, prayers up for Aniah Smith. He's out for the season. That's tough for Texas A&M's best wide receiver um but he was the guy who converted on second and 30 32 yards you can't have that robert no you can't i mean
1: you know that's not going to fly against alabama you would think that the the atmosphere will be better at home than it was in arlington last week um as far as from a razorback perspective goes but i mean like you said they they've got to toughen up they've got to start making tackles and forcing turnovers cuz it it could get ugly and get ugly fast if they don't
0: all right we'll get more on alabama tomorrow when we have tony Sukalos. i think that's how you say it and i apologize tony if i'm wrong um we'll have him on the podcast he's the managing editor of tide illustrated that's the rivals website covering alabama he's going to come on and give us the information you need to know about the crimson tide so until then we will uh, cover practice today we've got players today uh, make sure you're checking out hogbeat.com for all of the best content um h-a-w-g-b-e-a-t.com and before we go want to remind you about our friends at myperfectfranchise.net if you're a displaced corporate executive or wanting to put your career in your own hands you need to call andy ledecky he's a longtime rivals member and franchise veteran he's owned multiple franchises and businesses And he uses that expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. Call Andy and put your life and career in your own hands. It's 100% free. So what do you have to lose? Call him at 404-973-9901. It's a very thorough process. It's going to help you get set up. Mm -hmm financially to uh, put your career in your own hands and to make plenty of money through owning a franchise. They're going to set you up with the franchise that's best for you. So visit them at myperfectfranchise.net. All right, Robert, talk to you tomorrow. Talk to everybody tomorrow when we have Tony Sukalus on to talk Alabama.